and welcome to the Practices Made Perfect podcast, your go-to source for all the latest innovations in marketing, technology, team, culture, and more, geared specifically to independent practice owners and brought to you by DVM Elite, the industry leaders with game-changing strategies and life-changing connections for private practice owners. Recording is on. Well, welcome, everybody. So glad you're able to join us today for our Breakthrough Ideas call. Um, Today, we are talking about meetings. And I have uh, my colleague, Amy Brewer, here with us. Many of you know Amy as our pod coach and uh, uh, kind of business Uh, business culture expert and facilitator. So I was really happy she was going to join me for this call today. So hi, Amy, glad you're here. Hey, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be here. Hello, everybody. All right. So if if we're coming through loud and clear, if you could pop a Y in the chat box and we'll just make sure that uh, we can hear each other. Yay. Hi. Oh, look at all these people. I love that. All right, so glad you could join us. We just got about 30 minutes planned for today. We know how busy you all are and are happy that you're able to make a little time to chat with us. Um, And so, so Amy, this this topic came up for this month uh, because we've been hearing a little bit of chatter and talking about meetings. Um, So our folks who are meeting with with their account manager, like, you know, uh, meetings just aren't working for me. So I wanted to ask our audience as we started, (laughs) what, if you can think of one word to describe your usual team meeting. And so I know we have team members on here, so you can be honest, we won't out you. Um, What is, what is your one word for your usual team meeting? Ooh, this is exciting. Right, I know. This is exciting. What do we have? One, the one word for your meetings. What, what, what are they like? It's like crickets. Oh, there we go. Why am I mundane? Repetitive. Mm, very interesting. I'm seeing too long. Boring. Uh, I don't think you're alone. <laughs> I don't think you're alone. Um, and that's why we wanted to talk about this today is, uh, you know, we, you know, we, Amy, if you're thinking about meetings, I mean, meeting is a big investment for your business, right? I mean, we are talking the entire team. Let's say you have a team of 15 or 20 and it's an hour long meeting. That's 15 or 20 hours of time you are investing in this meeting. And I'm guessing that you do not love the idea that repetitive, too long, (laughs) boring are what we want to accomplish with that big investment in time. No, it's not. And you know, um, I think it's important to say that all meetings should not be treated equal. And I did once read a fun fact that says that um, you burn approximately 88 calories sitting in a boring meeting. And that's the same amount of calories that you burn in watching paint chip. So, <laughs> so, so it's important to know that it's not just about the meeting. It's about the activities that happen in a meeting. So 
we need to make sure that the meetings are fun and they're productive and they're meaningful and valuable. Um, and so when we think about meetings, we really want to peel back the layers to make sure that we understand why meetings are so important um, and what we can do to help make them productive as well. Wouldn't you say, Christy? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so, you know, let's kind of dig into, into that why. I mean, I, I, I know I have worked with practices that say we don't, we don't do meetings at all because probably of these reasons. But yet we, as we're coaching and working with practices, we really encourage our, te our teams to do meetings, both, both huddles and a, either a weekly or a biweekly team meeting. So why is that so important? It's so important because it really sets the tone, right? It opens the lines of communication. You can share meaningful and relevant information with your team. It builds trust and camaraderie and collaboration and making sure that everybody is singing from the same sheet of music. It builds awareness and transparency and relationships and trust and confidence. It's, it's really the best time that you can spend with your team. And even I think it was Dr. Diana at Duchess said that if it's not, um, if it's not penciled in and scheduled, it's then listed sometimes as not being important. And that's one of the very, very most important things that we need to be doing as we're growing our businesses um, is to make sure that we set aside that special time to be able to be with our teams. Yeah. And, and I think maybe, you know, maybe none of us have ever even been coached in how to run a good meeting. It's we've, we maybe never attended a good meeting, right? So it's not necessarily instinctive. Um, and and I, I think what that that the meeting style that we don't want to encourage is this like top down meeting style, meaning, I, 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 you know, you and I will re will re will remember, you know, Charlie Brown in the classroom and we have teacher wah, 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 wah. <laughs> talking and all the kids are like you know, looking off in the space and they don't hear anything that is going on. So, uh, so, you know, if that's the kind of meeting that you're running and that's, that's why this conversation started this week was, you know, a practice owner saying I'm standing up there talking and my staff is rolling their eyes. Well, boy, we, this is a problem. This is, this, this is something. So how could she perhaps restructure a meeting or try some different things to accomplish goals a little bit better. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And so really one thing that I just wanted to list out first is that, um, you know, acceptance and fear are a huge motivator or demotivator. And so when you, when you're in a team meeting and sometimes people aren't participating or rolling their eyes or not doing anything, it could be just based upon um, their past experience, right? So we need to acknowledge where they came from. The past um, might have an impact on, you know, how they are today in the, in the meetings and maybe they didn't feel valued um, or maybe shot down. And so we need to understand that first. And I do think that you're right on, Christy, and that we do have to make sure that these meetings are inclusive, that there's no lurkers and that people really are working together, um, you know, within the meetings and collaborating. So there's some really easy things that people can do. And first of all, I think it's important that while we know what we do is important, we don't have to, and important and critical and all of those things, um, and serious, we don't have to take ourselves so seriously. So in these meetings, it's a time to have fun, to structure it in a way that it's all inclusive, people can participate, um, you can bring music, you can bring fun, you can bring uh, basketballs, uh, soccer balls, volleyballs, beach balls, anything that you want to be able to really be able to tee it up in a fun and inspiring way so that people leave 
um, your, you know, your huddles or meetings and things like that more inspired than what they came into it. So let's talk about a little bit more about that framework of the different types of meetings that we can have and maybe how we can drive them forward. So Christy, over to you to kick us off. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, you know, we, we always like to try things out here at uh, DVM Elite first. And what I think is really one of the, the of the defining parts of our culture is that we really try to start every meeting with positive news. <laughs> and sometimes, and we and we, we do that when we work with our clients. So we'll always ask you what's going right because you know we have negativity bias and I can really see how this can be a sticking point in meetings because it's like, oh God, we're gonna have to talk about that procedure in the next meeting. You know, that immediately you get off onto this, this negativity or problem solving uh, type of uh, type of structure, which is super easy to fall into that trap. Absolutely. So how we do it is we uh, invite all the team members to, we both keep track of client victories. Um, that, so things that our members have shared with us, things that are going right so that we can show the impact. Um, and then, you know, also what's, what's going well, what went well for you personally this week? So that might be something that the team could try is that, you know, we're going to have three team members share a story of something that went right this week of a great client interaction, and that that would be a way to start the meeting off in a way that um, really made everybody feel good about the work, the good work that you're doing together. Yeah, it's so important to start off on a positive tone because that really does set the tone for the meeting. And I think so often we can come in and everybody kind of files around and this could be in a huddle situation or just your regular, you know, weekly team meeting and then really not have necessarily the framework or so or the agenda. Um, so starting it off positive, positively um, allows people to really set their head in a good place and space and be able to navigate through the meeting in that in that headspace, which is a good one. What about um, a quick round robin too, Christy, of lessons learned and things that you've learned over the course of less, the last week? It could be, idea. Um, yeah, whether it's something from maybe your client, maybe it's something that you heard that, you know, one of their kids are graduating from high school or college or getting married or things of those natures that you could share or just personally yourself, something that maybe you've learned. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I love that that mindset of that we're always continually learning and that no one knows everything, especially when we're working in both animal and human medicine. We know it's not, there's always changes. There's always something new to learn. And when we're working in technology, there is definitely always something something new to learn. Uh, so I think that's really great. And, and even to the point of, you know, maybe that you have, you tried something different with your call handling. With, with the front desk say, you know, I've really tried uh, this week to forward book um, all, all of my, and you know what, it worked 80% of the time. Like I didn't think it would do that. And well, that's, I mean, that I think is a really great um, way to you know, kind of uh, reinforce some of these ideas that are, that um, are working and that we have that personal experience that is being pulled in there. So um, yeah, I'd love that idea. Yeah, I mean, you could do so many fun things. You can bring a speaker. You mm -hmm. can have the team watch a TED Talk. 
and then talk about it. You could send your team out for maybe an experience to say, find some good customer service or maybe not so good customer service and then come back and talk about it as a team. You can go to lunch. You don't always have to be in the same place and space doing your meetings. You can go for a walk. You can go out to lunch. You can you know, go um, and do something else. Um, you can celebrate a team member's uh, performance. Um, so you can brag on them a little bit, which is great, you know, especially if somebody's celebrating a birthday or an anniversary and all of those things. So really being able to wrap some really cool things into that. Um, and then, of course, I think you had really begun to tee it up, Christy, too, is your skills, you know, learning from each other. We all have unique strengths and gifts and talents to bring. And to be able to be in that forum and learn from each other is huge. Yeah. We also like to bring in um, with our team meetings is bring in shout outs um, because just to make sure that we know, acknowledge and appreciate that we have each other's backs and that acknowledging say, hey, so-and-so jumped in and really helped me out. I so appreciate you helped me with that with that restraint or you you were just so wonderful with, the, with that couple who, who came in and you know need, needed help filling out their forms whatever it was to just really shout out and call out some of those great moments because, you know, we're don't, we don't see all of it. You know, even though most of us work in smaller offices, you don't always see those individual moments and sending that appreciation out uh, to, to your teammates can, can really go a long way towards fostering this, this collaborative culture. I love that, Christy. And I think when you do that, with, you know, when you start your meetings positively, when you're looking for the good news and you're looking to celebrate your team members and giving the shout outs, I think what that does is it creates muscle memory. And we then start looking for more of that, which is great. And especially with in a world that we're all doing so much with too little, it's nice to be able to really start to recognize the work that our team members are doing around us and being able to validate that, you know, just you know, in front of, in front of the rest of the team and say, Hey, I saw what you did. And it really made a meaningful difference. So thank you. Yeah. And, and I mean, uh, we talk a lot about negativity bias and, and, and especially when practices have been so very busy and customers and clients have, and patients have perhaps not been their best selves recently. We've been really hearing a lot about that. Is that we need to really actively look for ways to find the positive because that negative boy that just can take over um, that stuff that just that conversations that stay with you that whole evening people being unpleasant or difficult to work with um, that that we need to almost like make sure it's like eating our vegetables we got to make sure we're, we're 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 actively doing the positive and bringing the positive back into our day and that's yeah. team meeting is a great place to do that it is it you know the negativity can suck the life right out of a, the practice and right out of your day and so we really need to use this time to lift um, ourselves and each other up in just such a positive way christy you mentioned a really interesting point um, with our you know a client base we're hearing that maybe um, in some instances they cannot maybe be having the best day or showing their true colors so to speak and maybe not being very positive so when we talk about team meetings and we talk about huddles and taking the time, um, it doesn't go to say that we shouldn't do it because our customers might not, you know, might, might not be okay with it, right? Like, how do you deal with that if you're saying, oh, I'm too busy or, you know, we have appointments or how do you get around that? 
You know, it's a really common question that um, we hear from practices that they're like, we just don't, we can't, what, what, what's going to happen if we don't answer the phone or if we close our doors and, and it's, it's a, it's a valid concern because, you know, we, we want to be there for, for our clients and our customers. And, you know, I, I, all I can say is that practices who make the time for it would never go back. They, they figure it out. They, they put on their, on their listings. We are closed for team meeting from one to two on Thursdays. That's it's sacred time. It's just what they do. They'll put it on their website. They'll put it on their voicemail. We will call you back if there's an emergency. Maybe there's a way to get to get to get through to the practice. Uh, if there's somebody at the door, <laughs> I mean that, that can be challenging sometimes. But it doesn't really happen all that often. And you know, I think that from a customer perspective, you know. I see that company as, as taking themselves seriously, as valuing their employees, as valuing their time, as being interested in their business. I think most people understand that businesses need to have some time to connect and to learn and to do continuing education. Call it that. Say we do team training and continuing education from one to two on every other Thursday. Okay, great. Uh, I hope your clients will appreciate that, that that's an important time. Um, most of the time you can call people back. I know it's, it's, it's challenging to put that phone on hold. And so maybe pick, you know, pick a time that, you know, your phones aren't as busy. Um, we've seen, uh, sometimes the, the, like the eight to 9 AM is a really convenient time to have meetings, but generally the phone is really busy then. And so this kind of like early afternoon can be a good time or even later, later afternoon can be a good time, um, to do it. But um, I know we will, and maybe our, any of our practice owners who are on the, on the call can say, we'll just say, just do it. It's okay. You, you can do it. You know, learn from, hear from your peers that it's, it's, it's definitely doable and um, there's a way to communicate it in a way that still makes you look like the caring and professional practice that you are. And what a great conversation starter. If somebody happens to be walking by and you just happen to be doing a chant or a joke or a cheer uh, or any of that, it's it's actually really fun uh, for, for those folks to see. What about for teams that might have a staggered schedules? You know, so you have your huddles, right? Which are different than your team meetings that we've talked about just maybe at the top of the call. But what would you say for, for those instances where you have the staggered shifts? What would you do in that instance? Yeah, it's a, a you know, what what that's a really common question that a lot of practices have is like, well, I have people starting at eight a.m. I have people starting at ten a.m. When do I have uh, my team huddle? And really, the advice we give is don't let the perfect be the enemy of the good. It may not be perfect, but if we can get eighty or ninety percent of the team there, let's start. Let's start there. Start somewhere, and uh, and make that huddle happen. And for team meetings, you know, we're all getting a lot more comfortable with Zoom as well. And you could have perhaps if you have particularly an important even a, every other week or um, even if you have a monthly meeting, if you can get more people and offer um, an option where they can attend online as well, that's that that that's an option too. But just at this point, it's kind of like good enough. <laughs> let's, let, let's get, let's get to the, let's get to the good enough. You will generate a lot of good having 80 to 90% of your, your team there. And hopefully the other folks who perhaps work opposites or different schedules will get there some of the time and let that be okay. It will, there will be an impact for it. Yes. And stay the course. 
One of the things that I often hear, especially from the practice owners within the pods, even the practice managers is, you know, I tried them, we did them for a week, nobody was participating. So, you know, we let it go. Um, and the same thing with the meetings. And so I encourage you to stay the course. And really, you know, again, look for engagement, look for fun, maybe consider switching out facilitators. I know for our daily huddle, we have, um, I think, a quarterly rotation that we, we go on and we have one person, different person every single day. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's kind of fun because then you're, you're kind of, um, you know, forced to participate in some mm -hmm. way and really engage, which is great. Um, and, and, you know, with the, with the, the, you know, closing thoughts or having somebody kind of maybe be in charge of, you know, sharing a story, sharing um, um, a joke. We do, we, we do chance what we'll, what we'll do is, um, you know, and sometimes it can get, it can get even a little emotional. You know, we might find a quote or a, a saying that uh, speaks, speaks to you, or sometimes we have team members who either had an experience that was meaningful to them and they want to share that with the team. Um, we use the structure in our huddles of every day and in every way I will. So we just, we use that, that structure. And I can't remember who originally came up with the- um, It was Emil Koo. Okay, <laughs> we've been doing it forever, but it's <laughs> every day and in every way, I'm getting better and better is where it was born. Well, we decided that we're not gonna say that every single day because we didn't want to. Um, <laughs> so um, we'll do, um, you know, every day and every way, I'll look on the bright side. Um, every day and in every way, I will listen more. Um, so whoever is, it's turn it is to close the meeting has to kind of pick something to say. So it's, um, you know, sometimes we're prepared, sometimes we're not, sometimes we have to be off the cuff and, and get that, um, get that thought in there. Um, but I do think it brings everybody more into the team um, in that they're able to share a little something of themselves and are both able to, um, you know, and have a have kind of a, a thought to start the day off with. So I wanted to even circle back around to in in you know in the information that we're sharing in um, in these meetings because I think when we see the boring and repetitive, um, what do you think is happening um, with with those meetings? Are we are we like sharing the same information? What what do you, what do you think is going on with that? Because we do need to share sometimes numbers and goals and things like that and metrics, right? Yeah, absolutely. I, and I think there's a difference between what we, um, you know, whether it's a practice owner, whether it's a practice manager, key team member, leaders want to share and what the team needs to hear. And I think that, so number one, you really need to know your audience um, and you need to make sure that there's different, different meetings for different types of forums. So in your daily huddles, they're super quick, very positive. Um, and then maybe lasting five, 10 minutes in your weekly meeting. Those are going to be a little bit differently. But what we hear is that so often people are doing the same thing, talking about repetitive, right? If you circle way back to the top of the call, when you would ask that question and people were talking about what's that one word that describes, you often hear the repetitive, the numbers, um, what you're not doing, maybe the negative, maybe um, it's it's more the leaders talking to you instead of with you and mm -hmm. engaging you. And so it really is 
it goes back to, you know, I have a, a son, he's older now, but I remember when he uh, would come home from the school and I would ask him a series of questions. How was your day? Good. Did you learn anything new? No. What do you do? I mean, it was all yes or no questions. And we really do have to learn to reframe our questions into open-ended questions for those mm -hmm. leading it to really extract great uh, and meaningful information from mm -hmm. those around us. Yeah, and I, th I think that there is perhaps other places you can share some of your metrics. Um, for the most part, if we're if we're, you know, every every team has different things that they track. But if we're tracking, let's say, new client numbers, perhaps um, ATV, something like that. I mean, that's something that you can post on a whiteboard, and you don't have to like go through. Well, we had this and that, or if you're using the Upwork dashboard and you have, you know, we really kind of work on one metric on the Upwork dashboard. Hey, our Upwork numbers are at 79% um, this month. That's really good. What do you think we can do to get to 85%? So that's, it's not, it's not exhaustively going over lists of numbers. It's picking a few really key metrics that can be part of um, either part of your meeting, but I would say maybe we do, would do more problem solving in the meeting than like reading lists um, and going through all of these metrics. I think, I, let me, I love data, I love numbers, but I think you can get buried in it. And if, you're, if, you're, if your team's eyes are glazing over, you may be sharing too much information, <laughs> right? It's, such, it's <laughs> such a good point. It's such a good point. And there's so many amazing platforms out there that you can uh, share on. I mean, you can do newsletters. There's really great things in Canva. There's using uh, electronic tools like Slack and Yammer, or you can do things even on Kahoot, you know, and, and those, uh, those types of fun technology tools. So integrate that so that you're not, like Christy said, sharing everything, just doing a big data dump, that you're really looking for, for real insights. Everybody has opinions and thoughts. And so why not leverage that to ask what the challenges are you know, or the issues within the organization and your practice, and then be able to, to bring those storms, you know, to brainstorm that out together. I think we saw a huge innovation uptick when the pandemic hit, and then everyone started to really come together and had to have those, those crucial conversations, so to speak. And I think um, now that we've moved away, now some are going back into the practice, some are still curbside, some are thinking about it. So it's, a, it's another really great time to have those types of, of calls and um, meetings to be able to, to find your way forward. Um, so, so we talked about, um, so I think the other question that we have that, that maybe shies people away from meetings is how do I keep them from turning into a gripe session? and just piling on the problems. And, and I have definitely been in meetings that where that happens. So how do we perhaps head that off? Or is there, is there something we can do with um, kind of how we have a problem solving process in the practice? Um, what do you, what's your advice for that? So it, there's two ways to schools of thought and ways of looking at it. You know, we all have, practices, organizations are perfect. And so there is always an opportunity to do things better. And so it's not necessarily what's wrong, it's just how to fix it. And so I think it's just in one sense, a mindset. And I think that that's why it's so important to start every meeting off very positively, um, because that really does filter in through the rest of the, the conversation and the meeting and the flow and the rhythm. Um, but I would also say that you can turn it around. You can turn around super quickly by even posting 
posting rules, you know, up on a whiteboard or if it's electronic, because some of you are going remote, depending on where you're at, and having those um, say, okay, here's the guidelines, you know, there's no judgments, we are going to start on time, here's the agenda, all of those things can really head it off super quick and allow people to know what the expectation is. Yeah, I think that's helpful because I mean we do need to we do need to solve problems sometimes. Yeah. We need to we need to get Healthy. that get that information out. We can't just always say we're only doing positive information. Um, but I think I think if we can set it up in that um, you know, you can say you can you can make your point. Um, you know, we would want to really steer away from, you know, we do not do personal attacks, we do not call people out specifically. We have a collaborative mindset, say, you know, this particular situation happened. How can we maybe not have this happen again? Um, maybe like no finger pointing would be the <laughs> would be the rule that you would that you would set for it. I love it. And I think they should be posted. I think um, those types of things are super important because it does set the tone and the guidelines for what you're trying to accomplish. Um, productive conflict is super healthy. And that is a prime time to get your concerns and issues and challenges resolved mm -hmm. of having all the minds together, not one mind, not one thought, but all schools of thought. But inevitably, when you have that, it, it will uh, produce some conflict, productive conflict, but having those guidelines in place is going to be super helpful. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm, I'm reminded of a practice who has, the, who has it in their mission statement. And really the, one of the first things it says in this, like we have each other's backs. And so maybe that is, you know, you can, you can use that even a mission statement or, uh, and, 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 and about us, how, how you, how, how you will even run the meeting and that by establishing that, um, you can, um, add that as part of your meeting. Absolutely. Well, Amy, I can't believe we spent 30 minutes already talking has about it. Has it been 30 minutes? <laughs> oh it has been. It has been. So I know I want to respect everyone's time. Um, so, but also we have something big coming up next week that we have to remind everybody about and make sure that they're on board with it. We have our spring summit is coming up next Thursday and Friday. Woohoo! Are so, you registered, everybody? <laughs> go ahead and register. We, you should have gotten your registration links last Friday. If you did not, um, we will be sending them again. Don't worry, but please, please register in advance. It's a little different platform. It's still on Zoom, but we're doing a Zoom event platform, which will hopefully give us some nicer tools to make it a cool experience for you all. So um, if you have any questions, uh, pop a question in the chat box. If not, um, make sure that you have marked on your calendar that we will um, see you next week. Um, if you have any questions on that, just let your account manager know um, or your uh, dream team elite counselor, and they will get you. They will get you all situated. So thank you, everyone, uh, for your for attending today, and we'll see you next week. Thanks, Amy. Thank you. Bye, everybody. All right. Take care. Bye. 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 Want to keep the conversation going? Great. You can reach out to us directly or hit us up through our website at dvmelite.com. There's no need to go it alone. Our experts are here to help you implement the strategies and tactics mentioned in this podcast. Let's work together to make your dream practice a reality. Music